0: Magneto Funky, Walkabout, number 30. It's Monday, October 31st, 2022. Welcome, or welcome back. Larry here. Okay, based on my personal stats, I picked a few bike saddles to look for at one store. Meanwhile, I separated out the three modes of travel and nailed down the gear for day trips. The music is a short, hard set of wildly eclectic beats, a couple just in time for Halloween. Okay, that was Iron Horses, sent in by Mike Antipow of the Vivisectors in reply to my podplay notice for the last show. And he sent in new tunes under a new band name, Green Hog Band. But it has the same lineup of him, Ivan, and Ronan. Uh, This is a heavy stoner doom trio still based in Brooklyn, And the new album, Crypt of Doom, was recorded at the Vivisectors Lab studio. Now, a little bit of personal geek notes. I'm in week 10 of the warm-up workout. Don't really feel any major changes, though. Last week, I got my flu shot and the latest booster. And it took a few days for the sore shoulder to go away. And vision season is finally starting to move. Uh, I've had my eyeballs checked and measured at the hospital. And in a few days, I'll have the pre-surgery talk with my doctor. Now, I don't have a date yet, but vision season won't end anyway until I have another eye exam and replace these two-year-old glasses. Yeah, I'm a little anxious, but I also want to get on with it. Okay, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, personal journal of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on mobile energy independence and creative West Coast wanderlust. My pod page is 1223 com slash mwalk.h. The Twitter is at magnetafunky. I'm on Instagram at mfunkywalk. And while I still have a Facebook account up, the page is facebook.com slash larry.winfield.967. Okay, in the itinerary, I'm staying with the saddle, uh, throwing in a few personal stats noted while riding up to City Hall to drop off my mail-in ballot the day after the last show. Well, for example, my sitting posture on this particular bike is about 70 degrees, a relaxed touring angle that doesn't put my weight on my hands or stress my sit bones. The current saddle is 260 millimeters long by 160 millimeters wide. Not uncomfortable, but a little wider would be fine. And I've always ridden flat bike seats. The nose is 40 millimeters wide, and I do actively use it. So I'm ruling out the noseless saddles totally. And based on that, my ideal saddle should be the same length by at least 175 millimeters wide, or roughly uh, 10 inches long by at least six and three quarter inches wide. And if I have to go with a relief channel or a cutout, I'd rather it not have a hard edge to it. And because this is San Francisco, there's no way I'll find a seat with these specs under 50 bucks at any local bike store full of exotic brand names. Uh, The best bet is the local REI co-op store that has a broad selection. What's left would be a generic Bell or Schwinn saddle from Big Five or Target for under 30 bucks. Now, I picked out three seats from the REI website, so it really depends on what's actually in the store, but we'll see after first of the month. Okay, Center Stage continues with a short, hard set of fresh tunes that starts with Halloween then goes wildly eclectic. First, it's Vampire, the 11 Grams vs. This Droid remix by Amulet, a bass-driven, dark alternative rock outfit from Washington, D.C., with powerful female vocals. The piece is from Perfect Fusion, a seven-track remix release from Amulet's full-length 2021 album House of Black Plus White. With electronic revisioning from Stabbing Westward, Grendel, Stoneburner, The Joy Thieves, 11 Grams, Red This Ever, and Unit Code Machine. Next, it's They Be Actin', another hard-grinding hip-hop piece from Kay Jizzle, frequently featured producer and basterist out of Stone Mountain, Georgia. Nice. And we wrap the set with the cedar fence between us another damn fine instrumental number from fields ohio the dynamic duo of christine annarino and eddie palmer off their new album this is the place i dreamt of you last and i swear there's not a bad beat on the whole album
1: Yeah. and them, watching me. People don't know me. I don't know. Cooking up tomorrow. Get with me, i shake them up like chowro. They, they be smiling, it's a frown. Watching as I grind and I. right
0: Okay, this time in the log, I'm taking yet another assessment of my gear, separating out what's really needed for the different modes of travel, Uh, trailer, bikepack touring, and scouting. Now, trailer mode spreads everything out to balance the load. Bikepack mode puts everything on the bike and nothing on my back. Scout mode is the lightest of all for day trips. But I will wear the laptop bag. Otherwise, that backpack spacer is a huge waste of money. The whole point of trailer mode is a way to haul up to 50 pounds of stone, sculpture tools, and camp gear to a future sculpture symposium. I mean, that's why I got that rear rack trunk bag instead of standard rear panniers. The trunk was and is where the kitchen would go but I have to admit the bag itself is really too small for bikepacking. and if I don't want to be wearing that big backpack at all I gotta replace it with a pair of 30 liter bags but decent sized panniers that size are all kind of pricey. Uh, After checking the DIY weeds I don't want to go with plastic buckets or sewing canvas or even making them out of tarp. The best alternative for me would be a pair of backpacks. And yeah, I saw that Amazon has a page full of pannier backpacks, but they're almost all under 30 liters and also pricey. Now, I really prefer tactical bags with compartments, and most of them are between 30 and 60 bucks each, reasonably. Now, there are different ways to modify the bags using bungee cords, pannier hook kits, etc so I don't have to punch holes in them to attach the hooks. And this will free up the rack to hold the seat bag and the big backpack that would be a lot easier to tie down and stabilize. Uh, The 40-watt solar panel would be easier to manage as well. Oh yeah, scouting mode, the one I'm stuck in till after my surgery. For that, the trunk bag and the laptop bag will be plenty for a long day trip. A couple plastic bags for miscellaneous in the front racks. And, oh, a camp chair in the handlebar harness. So that, along with the saddle, and I can start scout riding. Uh, The tactical bags, I can wait and get them on sale. Because we're about to go into the big sale season. Okay, for one more tune, we close out with... This place on earth from the visionary tribal ambient trio of Byron Metcalf, Steve Roach, and Rob Thomas from the new album Monuments of Ecstasy that contains six impeccably crafted pieces of modern tribal magic. Now, Byron Metcalf is an award winning professional musician and recording artist. Who also holds a PhD in transpersonal psychology and a master's degree in counseling psychology. The Tucson, Arizona based and often featured Steve Roach helped pioneer the evolution of ambient electronic music, shaping it into what it is today. He's an extremely prolific composer with a discography of over a hundred albums since his 1982 debut. And Rob Thomas, is a master didgeridoo player and founding member of the legendary In L'Kesh, whose music was used in several films throughout the 90s including the IMAX film Sacred Planet. Well, okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. Show notes and band links are on the pod page. And episodes are now on Amazon Music and Audible. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, subscribe already. Uh, tell your friends it's roughly every two weeks. And, well, not much to say for a parting shot, as the midterms are right around the corner. Other than the many manifestations of pre-election slime, the Florida black-shirt election police arresting non-white voters on charges that won't stick, the desperate high-octane gaslight pumped at a feverish pace by the three Nazi channels, and the rather blatant assassination attempt against Nancy Pelosi that put her husband in the hospital instead. And note the disparity between red-hat crocodile tears versus double-down conspiracy theories shifting blame to the victims. No, in particular, is my irritation that there is no uniform standard for when early mail-in ballots are counted, or even reported, across the country. Which allowed the lying-ass GQP, in more than a few states, to spin their bullshit over so-called fraudulent votes last time. So, why can't a portion of mail-in votes be counted early, and reported on Election Day? Yeah, put a cutoff of, say, two or three days before. You have them ready by Election Day, Then, put them in once the polls close, so that as the votes are counted, they help give a more accurate reading of where a candidate starts out, as the rest of the ballots are counted and reported, and help blunt the voter fraud jackasses that will claim only walk-in votes should count. Now, I could go off on the usual piss-poor job the corporate media does explaining how so much of inflation is actually widespread price gouging or actually reporting how President Biden's policies are actually working or why giving up democracy to the fascists for the promise of cheaper gas is a fool's wager. But I'm just repeating myself. So instead, here's a random thought from the deep end. When the imagination turns to ancient civilizations, First on the list is almost always Atlantis, first speculated on by Plato in 360 BC, who, from our perspective, lived in an ancient civilization. But perspective is the point I'm getting at here. When we consider Atlantis was an advanced civilization, we imagine advanced based on today, conjuring everything short of AI and space travel. But consider what advanced would mean to someone living in 360 BC. I mean, they would have considered the Abbasid Caliphate or the European Renaissance as particularly advanced cultures when compared to the Roman Republic, which would have existed for almost 150 years by then, not to mention Egypt. When you consider that a contemporary of Plato would only know the world as the mostly Mediterranean bubble they lived in, In the Age of Discovery, a.k.a. the Age of Plunder and Slavery, was almost 17 centuries away, what constitutes an advanced civilization is an extremely arbitrary matter of perspective. Show themes, Acid Trumpet, Backed Vibes, and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin MacLeod. Bike Bell No. 3 by CDRK found at freesound.org. Until next time, I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill and COVID-free at my Garrett in the Mission, still training in San Francisco, working to get on the road and off the grid.